Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Welcome back, everyone, to The Dwell Podcast. It is your host, Natalie Abbott. And if you weren't with us last week, people, you got to go back and listen to last week. We are talking about renewal. We are talking about what does it mean to have lives that are renewed by Jesus. And we have got the most amazing guest with us. Her name is Lindsay May, and she is the founder of a magazine called The Truly Co. And it is so beautiful and wonderful. And I want you to hear her heart behind that magazine. And we talk about how, you know, how you can even be renewed in any season of life by simply reading a magazine and a magazine like hers that is just amazing. And I don't say hers in the sense that she's the person doing all of it because she has got an amazing team and artists and photographers, how you say that. (laughs) Um, She's got all the people behind her and it is and writers and it's just amazing. Uh, But anyway, so we are talking about renewal with Lindsay today. And let me just let me just tell you our verse um, before we just dive right into it. It says, therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Uh, it's so good. It's Second Corinthians four sixteen. Um, for those of you who aren't memorizing along with us, go find that in your Bible and memorize it. Just let it wash over you. It's so good. Um, so Lindsay, welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be here again. Yeah, I just I just love having you on and um, just what a joy. I if you listen to our last episode, like you know that we both are like totally obsessed with what each other is doing. Um, so I, yes, that's right. But we are going to talk about our verse. We're going to talk about renewal. So if you want to hear about us fanning on each other a little bit, you can go back to the last episode <laughs> and hear that. Um, but this episode is usually where we really try to like talk about what is going on in this verse. What's the context? Why is this uh, here? Why do we need to be renewed? Um, you know, what, what's going on? And just as I was kind of prepping for this conversation and reading through my Bible, thinking about it, like, I just want to tell you as a listener, this is situated in a section of scripture where, where Paul says twice, therefore we don't lose heart. And the first time he says it, he says, we don't lose heart because God has given us this ministry. God has given us this purpose, this, this um, lifestyle that we're living where, you know, sometimes it's really hard to be a believer, but we don't lose heart because it's from God himself. And then we get to our specific passage and it says, so then we don't lose heart again. He says it though outwardly we're wasting away yet inwardly we're being renewed day by day. So even though things seem like on the outside, they are against us, right? Inwardly, somehow we're being renewed. What does that look like? How do we do that? How do we not lose heart? I'm just like, I'm so excited to like, help you think through that and be equipped to live that way um, in the coming weeks as you as you continue to dwell on this verse with us. Um, so even just this idea of renewal, Lindsay, why? Like, do we really need to be renewed? Like, why can't we just get to a good place and stay there? Like, if we believe in Jesus, aren't like, we're saved, we're good, done, right? Our, the rest of our lives is perfect, right? 
Wouldn't that be so simple? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so simple, but so boring is what I have decided. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I wrestle maybe. through. This. I don't know. I could really go. I could really go for perfection forever, but you know, I think I have to die first to get there. So, <laughs> right? Uh, no, I mean we're creature. We're humans. We, by nature, I think we gravitate towards comfort. We want. We crave mm. stability, right? Yeah, and yeah, we, we crave do. What is we're gonna feel like preserves our life and what is gonna be safest for us. However. What does scripture say? Like, unfortunately, we are promised that we will have trouble in life. You know, it's a lot of a lot of this verse, a lot of this chapter talking about suffering. You know, like thinking about this, why? Why can't we stay the same? Okay, well, why not? So just to give a little context in my own life, I live in Minnesota. I live in the land known as the land of 10,000 lakes. And okay, so if we stay the same, we become stagnant. If you stay in the same place for too long, man, in my experience, we tend to turn inward. And it's easy to just focus on us, focus on my needs, focus on what. So I live on this little lake. And um, what happens if the water stops flowing in? What happens if there is not a continuous stream that flushes out the old and brings in the new? It stops sustaining life. It, It creates man, I've seen nasty little algae blooms grow and weeds start to take root and it becomes not so enjoyable, not only for the aquatic life that lives in this body of water, but for those of us who live around it to enjoy it. So it's just, I know, right? Preach girl. I see. I'm seeing where you're going with this illustration. If we stay, if we don't change, if we, if we don't move, if we don't grow, we become stagnant. And mm. the nasty things take can take root in our lives if unknowingly, yeah. right? We get comfortable. There's nothing blowing us either direction. There's nothing challenging us. Weeds can take root. Things that aren't healthy for our lives, things that can become toxic and unhealthy. And I mm. believe that sometimes God allows things into our lives to challenge us, to mature us so that we grow, so that we don't become stagnant. If we don't mm. have growth, how can we produce new fruit, right? Like we want to yeah. bear much fruit. Scripture tells us that. We want to be able to be examples. We want to be um, healthy, right? To draw others in and to reflect what Christ has done it, done in us and to ultimately multiply his kingdom through that. But man, if we stay in that place of comfort for too long, we become a stinky pond, right? <laughs> nobody pond, nobody wants exactly. to swim in that. <laughs> no. Uh, absolutely not. So I love what you're saying there about this idea of like life, that we need to have life in us. Like how do how does that happen? Is that is it something that we do to experience renewal? Is it something that happens to us? Is it a little bit of both? Like how does that inward renewal that this verse is talking about. How does that happen? Yeah, I think it's a combination. And I'm I'm not going to be the one to to like be like I have all the answers, right? <laughs> I think I think that there is a beautiful spiritual mystery to it. I yeah. think it's in partnership with the Lord because it all begins with a choice, right? Mm. Like our first process of renewal in our spirits begins the second that we say Lord, I want to lay, I surrender to your will. Like I choose to accept your gift of salvation. 
that's the very start, right? And it's the whole idea of renewal involves repetition. It's kind of part of the oh, word. Yeah. It's revive, rebuild, to begin again, to replace or replenish. It's a it's a constant thing. And so with part of that, part of that is our choice. We make that initial choice. Mm. And then, you know, we choose to hopefully our, we want to hope you know right. like we want to become more like Christ and so i do think it starts with that choice but the more that we delve into and understand the wonder and beauty of our god and and just to just be so thankful for what he has done and to realize mm. how much we need him and that salvation i think the more we will want to grow into that right. and and, right. and that um it becomes more of a natural process but you know, in reflecting on the life of Paul, and mm-hmm. especially in this chapter and in the, in this book that we that we're studying right now, it talks a lot about suffering. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that Paul would have like chosen, yes, beat me, flog me, <laughs> right? You know, all those. I don't think he wanted to go through that necessarily. But we look back on what he said, and he said all that suffering and the persecution that he experienced was for the benefit of the people that he was able to minister to. Mm. So I think that everything that we go through, all the suffering that we go through, all the hard things, right? Like it's yeah. for maybe most of us who are listening in the Western culture, we're not facing death because of our faith at this moment. Maybe you are. A lot of the world is facing that at this moment. Yeah. Um, Paul did. That was a reality that so many people had to go through. However, Paul was able to use that suffering to then go and administer and encourage others through that. So yeah. in a sense, everything that he was going through was deepening. It was, man, he was his faith was maturing. He was being so strengthened in his spirit through the suffering. And so mm-hmm. it's almost like a twofold process. Everything he was going through personally was then used as a renewal process to help others. Mm-hmm. So with that, community is also part of that process. Being in yes. community mm-hmm. and being um, understanding that everything we're going through can be used to bless others, to be mm-hmm. can be used to minister to others because as believers, we're part of the body of Christ and we are yeah. called to encourage one another. We are called to uplift one another and speak life into one another um, and to use the things that we go through to help mm-hmm. others, to disciple all of that. So I think yeah. it's a choice. We get to choose if we're part of a community, right? We get to yeah. choose what we do and how we use the experiences that we have gone through um, mm-hmm. to pour out our lives to help others as well and and to minister and to teach and to encourage everything I just uh, explained as well. But part of that also is, man, to be effective in that, I want to be sharp. I don't want to be that stagnant, stinky pond like we talked about <laughs> earlier. Right, like, right. I want I want to be able to hear from the Holy Spirit. And through mm-hmm. some of that is just choosing – Lord, I want to be with you. I want to hear from your spirit. God, speak mm. to me. You know, take the blinders off of my mind and the distractions from my eyes today. God, let me hear you. Let me see you and open up the word and and choosing to spend time and to see what God would say to me today. Um yeah. and what he's work how he's working through my circumstances. So, so Nat, to answer your question, <laughs> I 
I think it's now a you just keep process. you just keep. I love it. I love it. It's us and it's him. Yeah, I mean, I do. I think that's true, and I love how you say that it's um, a repetitive process. You know, even the verse says we're being renewed day by day, and so I think that there's this sense in which you're right. Like we are choosing to put ourselves in a space where we can allow God to renew us, and yet God is the one. You know, it says yet inwardly we are being renewed. It's not like inwardly we are renewing ourselves. It's right. we are being renewed. So it's a sense in which God is the one who is doing that work in us, but we are the ones who are humbling ourselves and submitting ourselves to that process. And I love, again, I love that it says day by day. Like this isn't just like week by week. This isn't month by month. This isn't Sunday by Sunday. This is day by day. Like there's this sense in which um, like you said, after, you know, we've, we've experienced the, the grace of Jesus in our lives. Don't, why wouldn't we want more of that? Right? Like, it's so wonderful. We should be every day like, yes, it's a new day to tell Jesus that I love him and ask him to like, equip me to live out my life in a way that is beautiful and alive and, you know, going to benefit those around me instead of, you know, kind of self inwardly directed and a little bit stinky. Let's be honest. I get stinky when I'm not spending time with Jesus. So I just, I love that. Again, I love that illustration of the, of the water flowing into the lake. Uh, So good. Um, I want to, I want to talk about the second part of the context of our verse, which talks about how, you know, you know, outwardly we're wasting away. These things are like realistically, eventually the the product of the fall is that we die, right? Um, And even though we experience this inward renewal by the spirit day by day, like there is a, there is a greater renewal that we're looking for. Um, And so that verse following ours says, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Like this idea of things that are light and momentary, like even though they're troubles, like, and we're talking about Paul's size troubles. So they're big time, like Mm -hmm. hardcore troubles that he's dealing with. He says they're light when you put them on the scales against the eternal glory that outweighs them. Like this is, it's so much more. That glory is so heavy compared to these little tiny things that we're dealing with right now. So he says, so we fix our eyes, not on what is seen, but on what is eternal. Since what's seen is temporary, like that's, it's all fading but what is unseen is eternal. So like, what is the end goal of our lives? Why are we fixing our eyes on this eternally unseen? Why are we looking at these troubles and saying, we're not gonna lose heart because of this, right? Because we've got something greater happening. You know, so I would just love for you to kind of um, talk us through that in our verse, like in that context of like, we've got a bigger focus, a different kind of renewal that we're looking for. And how does that inspire us, you know, in our lives and in our walks with Jesus? It inspires me in so many different ways. You know, and thinking about um, in the context of this, our life is but a vapor. Scripture says that. It's hard to see beyond our lifespan. We're human. It's kind of all about us, right? Like when we're feeling sick, time feels like it drags on and on and on, right? Like if you've mm. ever been sick in the middle of the night and you're like, oh, just get me to morning, you know, how time just goes on and it feels so heavy. And in, in, in those times yeah. it can. 
you know, here in this verse, it's light afflictions in light of eternity, though. Yeah. I don't think we can truly comprehend and understand what that really is going to mean or look like until we're there. But that is the amazing hope. And thank God that God is so much bigger than what we can understand in our Mm -hmm. own minds to know Mm -hmm. that there is a hope beyond what we're facing today. There is a purpose for everything that we go through that God is just like, oh, if you could only see the wonderful things that I have planned for you. Just to be in the presence of the Lord, you know, thinking about our heavenly eternity, you know, just meaning we're going to be in God's presence day in and day out. I can't I can't understand and comprehend what that is really going to be like. Nobody can. You know, like we've we've not right. been there. I mean, <laughs> we don't know. But I can tell you this, the older I get, heaven seems to just feel sweeter and sweeter and sweeter when mm-hmm. I, you know, when loved ones pass away or, you know, mm. like the older I get, the more like I can just see just the realities of life. You know, the more we, we mature, the more mm. I am able to recognize my need for my Savior yeah. and and see and understand how broken and hurting this world is. Um, and I love that God is, is renewing us while mm. we're here on the earth, but it's a promise to be fulfilled when we enter his presence. You know, like we're never yeah. going to like – have our fulfillment while we're still here in our in our earthly bodies. We are a work in progress with that. And the beauty in that is we get to bring others along us in this journey while we're mm-hmm. here, right? And point mm-hmm. people to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. We want to bring as many people with us as we can, right? Like we, there is such hope in a hopeless world that yes. God is so gracious. Man, it just brings me to tears to think everything that he did to make a way for such there's such evil in this world. There is mm. such so many hardships, so many awful things going on that was never supposed to be part of God's plan. It's not as it was. It's not it's not as it ought to be. Yeah. You know, there there is hope though and to see what God has done um to be able to renew us and be in this community of believers and to bring others in alongside of us and point them to Jesus. Like there's I just take such hope in that. Um mm. And that unseen, like we can't see some of the spiritual work that's going on, but make no mistake, we are living in a spiritual world. There yeah. are things going on around us that we can't see, but we we have an enemy of our soul. He'll stop mm-hmm. at nothing to try and distract us. He'll try and stop at nothing to discourage us, to tell us that, oh, this is an impossible situation. What are you going to do? You know, like here, here's your ending point. You're going to fail. You know, no, we're prope- we are perplexed, but not despaired. We're not in despair. We can be confused. We can be um wondering, okay, how are we going to how are we going to handle this situation now? Mm. But when we are in Christ, when we're allowing our spirits to be renewed and focused on him, we can choose to have the posture of God, I don't know what's going on, but I know that you're in control and I am awaiting in hopeful anticipation of how you're going to come through for me in this circumstance. And that's an active step of faith. It's choosing to put our focus in God. It's it's um, choosing to like participate in that renewal process of choosing where we're going to focus our minds, right? Yeah. Because we know scripture has a lot to say about where our minds go mm. and our inner being and what's going on in our hearts and our souls and how we choose to focus on Christ um, instead of focus on 
the things that are going around us that try and pull pull us away. That was probably a huge mouthful that just came out <laughs> now, so no, it was good. It was good, Lindsay. Oh, I love it. And and um for those of you who heard her say, you know, that we are hard pressed but we're not crushed, um, that is an allusion to the earlier part in this chapter talking about how as believers the treasure that we have of jesus you know we we feel our inabilities to do things you know we know our limitations and yet even though we are as the as that um, passage of scripture says we're like a jar of clay like we're easily broken um, and yet we have this beautiful treasure in us and because of that treasure we are not completely crushed. You know, we might be hard pressed, but but Jesus is in us, um, giving us the power and the ability to withstand the enemy. Um, and so if I like, go read that. That is like one yeah. of my favorite passages in scripture and be encouraged by that. Be encouraged by all of this, that we have an end goal here, um, that that it's not just it's not just daily renewal that that is on offer. It is eternal renewal. Yeah. And, and even when we see the things in the world that are so, that seem so crushing and so, so difficult for us, um, that we know that the battle has already been won and therefore we don't lose heart, right? We are able to withstand waiting for the day when our Lord will return and take all the things that are sad and all of the things that are broken and make them unsad and, and repair them. He is a God of renewal. So, um, so good. We are out of time again, though, Lindsay. Uh, but anyway, we will be back again with Lindsay one more time next week. So join us. We're going to finish up talking about renewal and we're going to talk about it in more of a practical way. Like, how do we do this? How does this look? How do you do this, Lindsay? Uh, can't wait to hear uh, what it is. What's your process? And uh, so join us next time. And for those of you that are interested in finding out more about what Lindsay does, we'll have links in all of our stuff for you to find the Truly Co. Um, and to check out her beautiful, beautiful magazine. So thanks, Lindsay. Thank you. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.